Welcome to the Final Percent Podcast with my guest today, the mighty, the mythical, the magical, Alicia. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Greg. How are you doing? You know, I'm so excited that you agreed to be on my podcast today. How? Here's the thing. You are one of my favorite people that I get to hang out with, that I get to coach. I get to, you know, just experience the way that you live life. Um, because a lot of people think that what you've accomplished so far is beyond their reach. How old are you? I'm 21 years old. 21 years old. And how many properties do you have ownership in? 30 Airbnbs. 30 Airbnbs. I just got off of a national tour. You know, that almost made me want to like cough. It was like 30 Airbnbs, 21. (laughs) (laughs) what um these are some of my favorite conversations because a lot of people go through life living the default life and i just posted this thing about imagine playing monopoly where you just never buy property you never create a, a cash flow producing assets and you just go around the board collecting $200 trying to stay out of jail. That's how most people live their life. Right. And then at 21, you know, obviously you had to make a decision that was not right now. This started, you planted seeds a while ago, starting in, in real estate. And now there's a lot of people that I know, I'm just getting off of a national real estate tour. And, you know, there's people in their 30s. 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, probably 80s, looking at you going, how, how, how in the world were you able to accomplish such an amazing thing? So we're going to dig into some of the decisions that you made. We're going to dig into some of the journeys that you've taken, because here's the thing. I want people to understand that the idea of age really is just an idea. Um, I was just listening to a Lewis Howes podcast and he went out and he was talking about how your biological age and then the age of how many birthdays you've had are usually two very different things. So that's from a mental age that you have, that's your biological age, and then you've got your birthday age. So when we're wise beyond our years a lot of people go oh they've got wisdom um when we look you know younger than we we normally are like and and i'm i'm a testimony of this because i just recently lost like 50 60 pounds and everyone's going dude you look so much younger i'm like (laughs) i feel younger i can move my knees don't hurt my back's not hurting it's weird what happens when you make decisions And I know that health was one of your journeys. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know that, you know, you had to make some financial decisions to make you financially free, financially smart. And here's the thing, you know, at 21, you're basically already financially free, but you're just getting started. 
Absolutely. You know how freaking cool that is? You're just getting started. And, you know, I, I tell people all the time, I wish you could get exposed to people who just think kind of not necessarily bigger, but different. Uh, I had a podcast yesterday where, where I said, you know, so many people are looking at the final percent and they're like, oh, my goodness, Greg, look at look at what you've built. This is so amazing. Uh, your concept's great. And you're going on these national tours and you've got a great family. and You've got a great house and you've got clients and a successful coaching practice. How did you build that? And I'm looking at them and I'm saying, man, what you're looking at right now, you're looking at a hole because I haven't even poured my foundation of what I'm actually building. And I know that the same is true for you. I think that's why you and I click so well, because a lot of people are going 30 Airbnbs, you're 21. How did you build an empire? And you're going empire. <laughs> I haven't even poured my foundation yet. I just dug my hole. Exactly. And, and I think it's so powerful. So do you want to talk about some of the business you know, philosophy decisions, or do you want to talk about the health decisions, philosophy things? Because I know you there's, and you and I both know that a lot of those things kind of go, they, they, they weave together on decisions and confidence that you have as you carry through your life. Where do you want to start? You want to start on business or health? I think let's start on health. Cause that was the thing that led to me even having a business mindset um, in the first place. So it, it really laid the foundation for everything. Okay. Uh, so let's talk about, you know, your epiphany moment where you're like, whoa, something has to change. So to talk to me about that thought process when you're like, enough's enough, never again, I'm changing right now. Yeah, so my family um, was really, really sick. And we actually um, almost lost my dad because he was so sick. Um, he had wow. type 1 diabetes. We didn't know. He got really weak. Um, he got rushed to the hospital. It was, it was a very scary moment. And it's one of those moments that just kind of woke me up. It woke my family up and we're like, okay, we need to make this decision to, to change. Something needs to change. Um, you know, I was dealing with autoimmunes. I had vitiligo and Hashimoto's. I had brain fog. Like I just, you know, had depression, anxiety, all of that stuff. And the quality of our life was just not great. And we were like, okay, something needs to change. And losing my dad was the wake up call for that. Um, and so, or almost losing my dad. And it just, yeah. So we all decided together, which is a big thing, having that community, having that support, the accountability. Um, and we just said, okay, we need to change. And so the first thing we changed was our diet. Um, and we took out all bad foods, all processed foods, uh, sugars, carbs. We took a ton of that stuff out and we just went super clean, meats, vegetables, healthy fats, and uh, probiotics. And that, within a few weeks, that started changing our life. Um, the vitiligo on my skin, which is like white spots, it started filling in. Um, the brain fog started lifting from all of our minds like you I could think more clearly um and so once that started happening and we started seeing the change that way my mom and brother lost a ton of weight my dad got healthy again and then 
our mindset started shifting because now our mind was more open to learning. We could handle more. And then the right people started coming into our life, mentors and teachers. And, um, you know, they say when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And that's exactly what happened. We became ready. And then that's when the right people started showing up in our lives. And we got introduced to new concepts that we, you know, didn't even know were possible, like business, uh, owning a business, Airbnb, all that stuff. I went to, I won a ticket to what was called the Elevator Boot Camp in Hollywood. It was my very first business conference I had ever been to. I'd won a ticket online. The t- uh, the ticket was for the event, though. It was the next day. We were in Colorado, I was in California, so my mom and I rented a car. We drove through the night just so I could get there on time because I just had a feeling I needed to be there. And um, saw Ed Milet, Lewis House, talked to so many business owners for the first time. I think this was when I was 17. And um, my mind just got opened to the possibilities. I had never heard people talk this way. I had never heard um, so much abundance before. The numbers that they were making every month the people that they were helping, the impact they were making, I just never heard of anything like that. And so at the time I was working on a college degree, but after that experience, I came home, told my mom like, hey, I wanna get into business, dropped out of college, went into real estate. My mom and I got our license at the same time and we started our real estate business. And then that's when everything just kind of was flowing. We had so many amazing mentors come into our life to teach about real estate. We had Amanda Williams come in and teach us about Airbnb. And it was just along with a few other mentors and it was just, just magic. And we worked really, really hard. <laughs> and, but if we didn't have our health under control, we wouldn't have had the energy to do it. We wouldn't have had the capacity. Um, and it was the health that really helped set us into this path. And um, so now, you know, we we spent about two years building and building and building. We didn't see any results <laughs> and we were starting to get a little discouraged. <laughs> it was we we put so much money into it and like I had since I was a kid, I had been saving up any like birthday money that I got, like anything for odd jobs. I had walked dogs. I saved like a ton of money, like just random money since I was like five years old. And I had this, by the time I was done with high school, I had a pretty good little nest egg. And that's what I used to like get my real estate license and everything. Like that's what I invested into. Oh, that's so cool. Into the business. And so to see like going from having this little nest egg to having zero and still not seeing any like results in two years, you know, not making a lot of money, not and, but putting in all these hours, like 16 hour days and not seeing it, it was a little discouraging. And we were like, what did we do? <laughs> like, what's going to happen? But then, we, you know, we had a community, we had mentors that were like, hey, just keep going. Like you're building momentum right now. Just just keep moving forward. It's it's going to happen. And sure enough, we did. And our name started getting out and people started talking about us. And then in a, the last year and a half, just exploded. And that's when we went from like three or three to 30. And that's when um, we just had this massive success. If you're like, oh, it's overnight success. It's like, no, it was like two years <laughs> building these systems and foundations. And Don't you love when people, when people are always like, oh, look at your overnight success. 
<laughs> you're just like looking like overnight. Like it's a long night. <laughs> um, Very long night. <laughs> uh, you know, one of the things that I want to, I'm looking up a quote really quick on my um, computer that I just think is, is uh, important. But while I, while I look that up, um, you know, one of the things that I really think that people need to hear about one thing that you said is, you know, a lot of people pay for coaches and they go to the seminars and they do all of these things. And then what tends to happen is people will actually take their foot off the gas because they feel like, oh, well, now it's easy. Oh, now. Well, I, I I hired someone. No, you didn't. When you hire a coach, you don't hire an employee. And if you listen to what you said right after, I found all the right mentors. And then we started working really, really hard. Yeah. And, you know, when I'm training other coaches, one of the things that I tell people all the time is you have to kill the silver bullet as fast as possible. Because when people hire you, especially if there's a lot of money involved, they think that it's a done for you service. And they think that it's guaranteed and nothing's ever guaranteed, especially if you won't work. And so I think, you know, we're talking about 17 to 21. And then in the last year and a half, you exploded from three to 30. And, you know, we know that your next evolution is probably going to be 300. You know, you're, you're, you're an impact player at just such a level. And that's why, you know, since I met you, um, you know, you've been to our last three summits and you, you just have this like magical spark about you. Um, we met in Nashville at coach Burt's thing. You were there with Amanda Williams mm -hmm. and it, it is just such an interesting thing, you know, cause I see so much of, of me, like the young entrepreneurial spirit in you, only you are so much more focused than I was <laughs> at 21. I mean, <laughs> if I had your discipline and dedication and work ethic when I was, oh my goodness. <laughs> so I, I know one of your passions uh, is to coach other young people so that they can realize that it is possible for them. Um, I just found this quote and I'm, I'm going to read it. It's by Napoleon Hill. And it says, when riches begin to come, they come so quickly in such great abundance that one wonders where they have been hiding during all those lean years. And mm. that's just that's just the way it starts to happen. I can't tell you, you know, I remember having a conversation before, you know, it was about a year before we met. I had a conversation with uh, Valfred, uh, who's my media guy. and. Uh, he was going to move and I was trying to, you know, do this speaking thing. And I hadn't had any really successful gigs yet. Um, and so, you know, this is about four or five years ago for me as well. And, you know, we made a decision that day to where, you know, he wasn't going to move to, uh, to LA and he was going to stick with me uh, for a while longer. And we were going to try to build it. And, you know, now, we're getting put on these tours and we're getting, you know, all expenses paid and it's first class accommodations, first class airline tickets and getting picked up from the airport and, you know, all these things. And we're just going, do you remember when we made that decision, like, you know, four years ago or five years ago, whenever that, that decision got made 
And now this is where we are. Imagine, did I freeze? I look uh, like I'm, you froze, but I can still hear your voice. Well, if anyone's watching this, I, I want you to look at my face because it looks like I am absolutely deep in thought. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, maybe maybe I'll just reset my my uh, my HDMI. I looked down and I was like, "Wow, I'm deep in thought." Um, ho hopefully that that resets it. Um, of course, this happens in the middle of a po podcast. Um, all right, we're gonna take a uh, oh, I, I'm back. There you go. I, I was gonna I was gonna take a break. Um, <laughs> But uh, it's it's interesting. So on this last tour, um, you know, we went to Canada, to Detroit, to Florida, to Salt Lake, to to Phoenix, to Washington D.C., Chicago. Uh, we had a, a big event in Denver, and mm -hmm. by the end of this tour, because Valfred was going to go to um, L.A. again, because he, he was like, "Hey, you know, pandemic's over, all these things. I want to go try my hand at that." He actually looks at me and he says, I don't want to go. I actually want to keep building this. And so he's actually staying and oh, wow. seeing success because he's 21 and seeing success that is more relatable, like what you've done, I think is one of the catalysts so that he can realize, hey, it really is possible for him. And so there's there's so many people that I think when you walk through life, you're inspiring without realizing it, whether they're, you know, in their teens or they're 80, you, again, what you've accomplished through hard work, discipline, dedication is important. And I think, you know, watching how far you've come, watching you build this thing. And then, you know, like I had told you, I said, you know, there's, we're going to watch you on stage, you know, probably sometime way sooner than anyone realizes, especially you. Um <laughs> You know, you are going to be a catalyst for, I believe, a movement in the young people, hopefully across the world, but certainly America. But watching you operate and inspire and motivate passively, because that's what's happening right now. You're doing it passively. When you get active on this, because I know what happens when Alicia gets active. You know, I, I was carding against this person and she she I tried to pass her and she just ran into me and then was mad that she was mad at me that she ran into me. I was like, how can you be this competitive? Like, this is 100 percent your fault. Like you you did this. But that didn't matter because she was not winning against everyone else on the track at that time. So when you actively put your foot into this, I'm very excited to see um, what happens. So why don't you take me through a little bit of your thought process behind inspiring young people, uh, some of the big challenges? Because one of the things that I know is a challenge for you is, you know, not getting like getting taken seriously without without having to state those facts that, you know, quote unquote, validate you. but we don't give young people, I think, and I know that you you agree with me on this, we don't give young people enough respect. Um, right. So talk me through just some of your business philosophies, your relationship with young entrepreneurs and some of the, you know, 
vision casting a little bit that you see the impact that you're going to to do absolutely yeah i i want to show young people that there's another way because if you look at me and you look at majority of my peers and the people that i grew up with right now they're just finishing college um they didn't really a lot of them don't didn't even really know what they wanted to do and they use college to to find that and then now they're finding that maybe the degree they got isn't actually going to get them a guaranteed job and they have 100,000 in student loan debt and you know they they still don't know what they want to do in life and it's just and then here I am and I have no debt and I have a business that's making you know really good income and you know, I have a vision for my life and I'm just, you know, focused and it's, I want to teach young people that there's different ways. I almost got trapped into that, that life. Like I was going to college. I was going to get a computer science degree. Like my dream, my goal at this time was to get a nine to five, like that I was making a hundred thousand a year. I thought mm. that was amazing. Like that's what I wanted. Mm. And because I didn't know, because it's not taught in schools. It's not like, it's not just, it's these concepts aren't taught. I had to go to Hollywood to a business event to be introduced to these concepts. Mm -hmm. And so I want to just educate young people like, Hey, there is a different way. Like, I'm not saying anything's bad. Like, I don't, I don't say, I'm not saying college is bad because, you know, we need lawyers and doctors and all that stuff. I just want to tell people like, Hey, there's another option. You want to because raise the awareness someone, for someone like me, like sitting at a nine to five, <laughs> sitting at a desk, you know, having to do computer science like that, that would slowly crush my soul. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I, I love talking to people. I love being creative. I love doing my own thing. And so this just fits who I am so much better. Mm. And, and it, it, bothers me that there's there's creatives out there people out there that don't know that this is an option because they've never been introduced to it mm. and so and a lot of times young people unfortunately if they hear someone older than them talking about this or success or things like that they think it's not possible because they think oh that's down the road mm. you know they think oh i can't do that until i'm in my 30s my 40s my 50s like that's you know that's for the future. They, they don't realize that it, like success really doesn't take that much time. If you put in the time and effort, it happens pretty quickly. Like, yeah, I started at 17, but now I'm 21 and I have a successful business. That's really not that long. And I'm, I'm going to guess that this, this business generates more than a hundred thousand dollars a year. It generates a hundred thousand a month. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm talking about, girl. Yeah. <laughs> see that's exactly and people so, people need to hear this to know that there is there is an easy it's and and the funny thing is it's actually easier it's sure sure you you might have sacrificed a little bit of net, netflix and chill time you might have sacrificed yeah. you know getting drunk at parties oh man but the byproduct is you're gonna be financially free for the rest of your life oh yeah that's a good trade that's a good trade it's an amazing trade <laughs> and now i get to have so many cool experiences like i'm traveling so much i got mm -hmm. to go to salt lake with you guys mm -hmm. you know i get to 
hang out with these amazing individuals that are just so, so giving, you know, and genuine. And I think there's like a lot of times like young people have like an, and people in general have like a negative look towards wealthy people or money, but like from what I've experienced and what I've seen, like the money that we've been making, we've been able to help so many people. Mm. I mean, we have welcomed over 700 people to Colorado. We have helped them move to Colorado, make it less stressful. They are so grateful that sometimes they end up crying because they're so Mm. grateful for our services. Um, And then not only that, but like we can help our family members. My grandparents had a hospital bill they needed covered and we were just able like, hey, here you go. And we were able to cover it. So we're able to like help and give, um, help other people build wealth because we can teach them how to do what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and then also the people that I've surrounded myself with, the final percent community and other people as well that are business owners and are wealthy, like you can't outgive those people. They are so generous. They'll spend so much time with you. And it's just like, that kind of community is so valuable. And I think a lot of young people don't realize that. Yeah. Um, and so I just want to be the voice for young people. Like, Hey, look, it's, it's possible sooner than you think. You just have to be willing to put in the work um, and, and listen to your mentors and not only listen, but implement what they tell you because they know what they're talking about. And they, all you have to do is take action on it and, it takes a while. I mean, you know, success doesn't happen overnight. Like I said, we had two years of nothing. Yeah. Um, and so, but now here is the the byproduct of that hard work. And um, yeah, I just want to help show young people that there's a different way. Because I almost got stuck in in that nine to five, just trying to make a hundred thousand a year to get by. Because I yeah. thought that that's what I needed to be comfortable. And it's interesting, you know, I'm hearing a hundred thousand dollars a year a lot from from people now. When I was young, it was it was the big number, believe it or not, was sixty thousand dollars a year. Like I remember being your age and going, What would it be like to make five thousand dollars a month? Like I remember thinking that, going, and that's that's literally before taxes. Like just if that was my check, like you know, if like maybe, maybe not your age, maybe a little younger, like when I was like 17, when I was 16, still in school. And I was, you know, trying to figure out what the heck am I going to do? I just remember like, who makes, how could you possibly make that much money? And it's just so interesting how much the perspective will start to shift. If you, you know, I love what you said, you know, not only listen to your mentors, but implement what they're saying. You know, I can't tell you how many times I'm working with someone and they just, they literally just, we have the same conversation over and over and over. So I've just, I've implemented a tactic where, hey, we're going to do stuff right now. We're going to figure this out right now, you know, and full disclosure for everyone listening to this podcast, Alicia and I were talking and she's like, you know, I'm just struggling with, you know, relevant content. I'm just struggling with this. And I said, okay, do do we want to create some, some, some great content? And she said, yeah, sure. I said, I said, okay, but I'm not going to tell you what we're going to do. And she said, okay, fine. Like I trust you. Let's rock and roll. I pressed record on this zoom call. And I said, welcome to the final percent podcast. 
And she's like, oh, I, I guess we're, I guess we're doing a podcast right now. And, you know, it's important to just violently shove people into action because sometimes they don't realize just how special they are. And because we got to remember everything that we have inside of us is normal to us. Right. So the way that I sing, other people will be like, oh, my goodness, you're such a good singer. Well, that's normal for me. You know, like it's normal for you. Like it, mm -hmm. I cannot imagine if I was 21. There's a reason God did not bless me with 30 <laughs> properties when I was 21. Because it would have gone really badly. I just, I wasn't mature enough. I, wa I wasn't ready. <laughs> but the thing is, that's normal for you. You know, you know what it looks like to work really hard from 17, 18, 19, and then, you know, 2021, 20, have things explode. You know what that looks like. You know what that feels like. So therefore, it's like a lot of people look at me as, you know, this coach and all of these things. Whereas if I was talking to a 21 year old who was trying to get their feet wet in real estate, you're actually a much better coach than I am. Because the same thing that you talked about, they're going to look at me and go, well, yeah, that's easy for you to say. Oh yeah, but you're 30. Yeah, but you're established. Yeah, but you can talk. Yeah, but you can do this. They always do the yeah, but. Right. And you negate the a lot of young people's yeah, buts. <laughs> and I think that that's one big concept that we have to identify right now is there's a lot of people who will look at me or some of my friends, especially on this tour. You you met a lot of the people who are, you know, doing the, there's one guy in Chicago is like 1300 deals. I'm just like, what? I don't even know how I can't comprehend 1300 real estate deals. And so you get a 21 year old hearing that they're going to go. Yeah, but that's not me. Yeah, but dabba do, you know? So what we what we've got to do is introduce the young community to you because there's so much of you that's needed and necessary. Cause like I said, there's 20s, 30s, 40s. There's people who knew, met you, knew about you, found out about you, and went, I've got to talk to her. How how did you do that? And Guys, another just thing that I want to revisit that, you know, again, this was not prompted because I only do this for people that I know they can show up. So if I'm going to throw someone on the spot and this, you know, I might instead of waiting until Monday, I might just throw this recording over to Owen and say, put this out on Tuesday, put this out right now, because the world needs more time with Alicia, because we're going to create some freaking content together, because she's a badass. And the more people need to understand who you are. But a thing I want to revisit is she didn't necessarily come back and talk to you guys about how, 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 how she immediately went into who, hey, mm -hmm. our health did this. You know, we were scared of this. I my eyes got opened around who and then we said oh we can do this and then mentors came into our life the student uh was ready the teacher appears and then we listened to our mentors she immediately went to who in every single sense of the word and I and and that's one of the things that Alicia and I are doing behind the scenes is we want to create a who in her for all of the young people out there and you know what 
it's not just the young people. It's, and this is why at the beginning, this is, is, is much more thought out than I think that Alicia thought it was. But there's a reason why I said, you know, your biological age, your mental age, your physical age, your birthday age, your financial age, all these things. Because there are people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s who are still babies in their entrepreneurial age. And you are inspiring to every single one of those decades that I just talked about. Because there's people in their 70s who have one Airbnb and they're looking at you going, how in the world did you do that? Well, hey, I'm your who. Come talk to me and I'll help you get from one Airbnb to, to 30. I know exactly how to get to 30. And, and in those two years on all the times that things weren't working, I'll bet you also know how to not get to 32. You, there's probably a couple of mistakes where you're like, no, 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 no. I've done that. <laughs> Don't do that. Trust me. That's not, that's not the, this is not the way. <laughs> oh yeah. There's so many of those. <laughs> and that's the thing we've got to, empower people inspire people motivate people to th they raise their hand and they say hey i'm willing to be a who mm -hmm. it's like dr seuss we're just all trying to create whoville we want to be the who's that will take you to just love christmas love life bring the joy of entrepreneurship back into your spirit because america is so freaking fantastic it just mm -hmm. frustrates me to to all heck on everyone who wants to attack this amazing country because you know and this happened to me recently i was having a conversation with someone and i think that they thought that i didn't like america to to be very clear i'm pretty sure there's an american flag on my back so um watch the youtube I'm, and i know there's one on yeah on the arm boom america um but uh they they were talking to me and this and this and this and this and i had to stop them and i said hey really quick here's what i need you to understand i know that america has its flaws you know uh, sometimes we are the drunk older brother that kicks the door in and leaves military bases everywhere i get that it's not awesome sometimes we play world police i get that but here's what america has been to me i was unbelievably poor in my family and we were so scared of money and we fought about it constantly. And I'm talking about when I was a little kid playing with Legos on the floor. I still remember all of the violence in my house and the fights in my house surrounding money. And I was able to make a decision because I live in such an incredible country to where I could change the stars of my family. To where I could change the entire trajectory for legacies to come of my family. And now I'm able to help my my mom and dad. I'm able to equip them. I'm able to pay some of their bills. You know, I I'm involved with this great company called Renatus. It's literally what I got my mom for her birthday because she said, even though I'm 70, she just turned 70, I'm not giving up on what's possible for me because, Greg, you've given me hope. And I still want to learn finances at the level that I should have when I was Alicia's age. Like, and here's this is what I love about my mom. She looks at someone like you and she doesn't go, oh, man, I, I wish I would have done that when I was 21. She looks at you and she's still able to get in inspired instead of cynical. Mm -hmm. And she goes, oh, that's cool. That's what financial awareness can get you. 
and I mean, I, it it helps that my mom absolutely adores you. Which, <laughs> I mean, you're part of the family. You're part of you came you came to my son's first year birthday. And to be clear, that little music thing that you bought him, he still plays with every single day doing the DJ thing. So, <laughs> but but if we watch what happens, you know, we were able to ch- make a decision and change everything instead of the default life. You know. Mm-hmm. You almost lost your dad to health. And then it was the like, it's kind of like life putting the paddles on your chest and jolting you back to life and going, okay, it's time to make some different decisions. Right. And we were able to change so much about what's possible. And now the kids that you have, your entire family, we were just talking about recently, you know, how weird it is when we go back and visit other family members. And they're mm-hmm. they're like, wait, you're doing what? Wait, you paid how much for a ticket at a seminar? Wait, you joined <laughs> what mastermind? Wait, what are you talking about? This sounds crazy. Well, <laughs> that's why we're in different financial positions because I made the crazy decisions. I I put the ball in my hand mm-hmm. so that I could score the touchdown instead of constantly putting it in someone else's hand saying, hey, will you go score me a touchdown? That's not how it works. Right. So one other thing that I actually want to talk about two things before we get off here, because you're fantastic. And again, the world needs to know more about you. Talk to me about your relationship with your brother. So my brother is probably one of my best friends. He's 14 years old. We're seven and a half years apart. And he he's awesome you would never know he's 14 he's That's like true. over six foot now full beard <laughs> like it's crazy i don't like how he's taller than me i remember the <laughs> days when when we first met he was not taller than me I'll, i grow fond of those memories it's amazing how many people get taller than me but at five seven <laughs> it happens quickly <laughs> yeah no he's awesome he's he's super smart he's gonna be something amazing as well and He's already working in the family business, helping with um, property management and all that stuff. So he's he's great. He's super funny. And yeah, we're really close. How cool is it to be able to say the family business? Yeah. That's pretty powerful. It's, it's so cool. <laughs> now, I got the opportunity to actually spend some time with this person recently. And she joined you at my most recent retreat that was at my house. Talk to me about your relationship with your mama. Yeah, so my mom, we work so well together. We've always been really close. And um, you know, when I when I told her like, hey, like I want I think I want to get into entrepreneurship, she instead instead of being like, oh, you know, you need to finish college or whatever, she was like, okay, I support you. And she was all for it and she was ready to go. And she got her license the same time I got mine. And we went through the entire process together. And she's just been like the biggest supporter um, in my success. And one of the biggest reasons why I'm successful today. And cause she's just been right there, like helping. And we balance each other out very well. Cause like what I'm not good at, she's good at and vice versa. And so it's like in the business, we've been able to really help each other um, learn and grow and just, we fill in where the other one lacks and it's just, it's been an incredible experience to build a business with my mom. Just 
there's something powerful about that mother daughter team. Yeah. And, um, and you know, that doesn't go, that, that doesn't go without saying there has been like challenges. There's always challenges when you mix family and business, but like we are so close that we're able to work through it and, you know, keep moving forward. And it's just, it's been, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun just seeing what we've been able to build together. Cause ultimately it was, it was us at the beginning deciding to do this together. Yeah. And, um, and now it's like, Oh wow. We were able to, build this to where we retired my dad from his nine to five and now he got to join the business and now my brother gets to join the business and now we're looking to hire other people. And it's just like, it's so cool to see what we were able to build together. And it's definitely helped uh, strengthen our relationship. That's so good. You know, one of the big things that I, I, I don't know how many times you said it, but the, the word that really showed up when talking about your mama was the word support. You said that so much. And, you know, the reason I wanted to bring it up is, is me too, with my mom, I had so much support from that woman, it was frightening, you know, and and sometimes so much so like, she shouldn't have been supporting me, because I, I was on my like, 20th failure. And any rational mother would have been like, okay, enough's enough. <laughs> get, get <laughs> <Right>. College. Um, <laughs> but she just stuck by my side. And um, it was so fun to spend time with you and your mom at my most recent retreat because watching your relationship with her and watch her, you know, th- I don't, you probably didn't see this because, like, especially like people, I'm telling you, if you ever get the opportunity to go to an event with Alicia, um, do it number one well you can because very soon she's just going to be the one on stage and it's going to be really hard to get to her Uh, but if she tells you hey i'm going to this event just go with her but be warned when she's in the audience she is so laser focused locked on because she is so present and really wanting to transform her life i mean she's there and so the reason i bring that up is there are so many times where i'm on stage and i'm i'm I'll, I'll I'll make eye contact with you and you are laser focused and I'm, I'm sweeping the room. I come back and you're still laser focused and I'm sweeping the room and then you're still, I'm like, man, this person is like a heat seeking missile to knowledge. But the thing that you didn't see was how many times I would, when I'm speaking and I'd make eye contact with you, this lady next to you, your mother would be looking at you with the biggest smile and it just warmed my heart so much because what would happen is I'd see you I'd see your mama smiling and then my mom was at the event so then I look at my mom and then she's looking at me smiling this could be hard not to cry up here (laughs) so so I just you know the the support that you have with your family I think you know not just you inspiring young people you know the same the same way that you don't want to you don't want the older generation to pigeonhole you and not respect you you know from a, a coaching tip to you i would say don't yes you can have a focus it's kind of like your major in school you can have a focus on young people but don't discount how powerful you are to the next generation and the past generation mm-hmm. Because these older people, one of the things that I've learned through Conrad, my my son, uh, 
he breathes life into me every time I see him, you know, discover something for the first time. Or, you know, if he has a ball and he finally figures out where it goes on this like little wooden thing that we got him. And he's like, oh, my God, that's the way it works. And I get so excited about things like that. And, you know, I was playing with him on the floor last night and it's activating me the wonder of life. And I think that you can do that for so much of the past generation. And I think you are needed and necessary in every part of the the entrepreneurial spectrum than you necessarily give yourself credit for. Because I watched in Renatus when people started hearing your story, I watched them light up and go, who is that? Not how did she do that? Who is that? I want to go talk to that who. And so that's why I'm saying I'm I'm honored that, you know, we're doing a lot of things together. I'm honored you're a part of the final percent community. But more so, I am absolutely so proud of who you are for saying, hey, I am willing to be a who for whoever needs one. And you are you are going to be a freaking superstar. And I, I know it. I literally know it. And mark my words, we're going to put this this podcast out. And I don't know if it's going to be two years. Maybe maybe she's on this two-year cycle of superstardom. I don't know. Um, but at some point, we're going to be able to go back. And, you know, she's going to she's gonna be coaching Elena Cardone someday. Oh and my we're, goodness. we're going to be able to come back to this podcast. And we're, I'm going to be like, I called it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I knew it. I knew it. So anyway, thank you so much, Alicia, for joining us on the Final Percent Podcast. And I'm sure we're going to have you as a repeat visit because we want the community and the world to get to know you. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Thank you, Greg. This is awesome.